1: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. Hello and welcome to Forever Thirty Five, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer,
1: and I'm Dori Shafrier. and we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums.
2: And we welcome you to this mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we're going to answer your questions to the best of our ability.
1: And please remember, we are not experts; we're just podcast hosts. We do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and/or mental health professional
2: as needed. And you can hit us up on the voicemails at seven eight one five nine one zero three nine zero or the emails at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit
1: our website forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mention on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Forever 35 Pod, on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast, and you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast, where the password is serums. And there's also a Forever 35 subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash forever35.
2: Nice. And that's the end of the business. That is. Now let's get into the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dori, uh, yeah. at the time of recording this podcast, uh, there's a major self-care practice going on Which is that Joe Biden is now president. Yes. If that's not my self-care, then I don't know what is, baby. I I mean, seriously. We are recording this on Inauguration Day. We are. I put on hard pants.
1: I did not. That's okay.
2: I'm sure (laughs) the president, and the veep would be okay with
1: that. Um, I I hope so because I'm wearing leggings.
2: Look, look, they would, they would be fine. <laughs> I just woke up and I was like, you know what? Today calls for actual jeans. I'm putting jeans on. I'm proud of you. I, I felt proud too.
1: I can count on one hand the number of times I've worn jeans in the last ten months.
2: Well. I honor you and the <laughs> need for an elastic a soft elastic waist. Uh, yeah, yeah how did how did you experience the
1: inauguration?
2: Well, you know i was I was thinking to myself like how nice it is that my kids are home zoom schooling so we could watch this together, and it's probably the first we did not watch uh Donald Trump's inauguration, and gosh my youngest would have been like my oldest would have been one when Obama had his second inauguration so this is probably the first time they can really remember or like or really participate in a presidential inauguration Mm. and so it was and also my second grader is doing a project on Kamala Harris so yeah so she so she was kind of like bopping around all excited about it um but we just, you know, I, I, I ordered some beautiful flowers for myself. And I asked uh, the lovely woman whose company it is to <laughs> do an inauguration theme because I was just like, I'm going to really lean into this today. That's amazing. So what did she do? Okay, uh, So shout out to Carlin, who is Petals day Amore on Instagram. She has a beautiful... You know, flor- she's a florist who does amazing arrangements. I think she's a one woman show. And she did a beautiful, like, blue, dark red, like, purpley blue, dark red, and white arrangement. And then she made a little wire. Um, she used wire, copper wire, to spell Biden and stuck it in the stop. arrangement. No, I cannot stop because that's what she did. Oh, my God. So if you are in Los Angeles and looking to support a fantastic small business and would like a beautiful, floral arrangement she will hook you up Uh, I just it was like something I wanted to do I I love flowers and I was like this would be a nice way to kind of just celebrate and feel good and make my space feel good even though there's like literally my kitchen is just like it's just a museum of crusty dishes that need to be washed yes museum of crusty dishes (laughs) I also have a museum of crusty dishes it's, you know, I'm proud to exhibit my best work. You know, there's like pot with dried oatmeal. There's jar of black beans that I haven't put away. I mean, there's beautiful stuff in the museum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm toasting tonight with some friends on Zoom. And the other day I took a bath and I kind of visualized like scrubbing uh, Trump off of me. Ooh. I don't know, Dory. Maybe I'm getting too weird here, but I just was like, I need to do some sort of like physical release because the weight of everything is just a lot. And so, I'm happy today to be celebrating. The work resumes tomorrow, but today it is nice to kind of just toast where we are. Yeah, I hear that, and you know, I really that's hear that part of my self care. I think is is allowing myself to celebrate. Yes. Anyway. Yes. How did it go with a two-year-old watching the inauguration today? Well, he's not quite two, <laughs> right? Excuse me, that's right. Um,
1: I, you know, I think it went probably as you would imagine. Uh, I attempted to watch with him. He was more interested in trying to wrestle the remote away from me, so he could press the buttons and, like, you know, <laughs> he did, he did, he was not enjoying what what I was watching until we got to Lady Gaga singing the national anthem. Then he was like, Oh, I like this. (laughs) He likes music. So like anytime people are just talking on TV, he's like, this is boring, Mm -hmm. not interested. He also likes to go up to the receiver. So even when he wasn't trying to steal the remote, he was going up to, we have a receiver and he would like fiddle with the knobs and the buttons which you know always messes up the tv like it would be like bluetooth or what's your usb music or <laughs> like it was just like these settings that i had no idea existed um so that was a challenge i had to stop watching like right when right after biden got sworn in because it was just getting he was really losing it Um, I I mean, to be fair, at that point, we've been watching for 45 minutes, which is a long time for him. Um, But it was still inspiring and exciting. And I'm just like so relieved and happy that the first president that I think Henry will be even like remotely cognizant of will be Joe Biden. Yeah. And same vice, like vice president. First South Asian black female vice President, like he'll just grow up with that being normal,
2: so that's really cool, yeah, that is amazing. He won't re- remember a time where there was not a woman vice president exactly, exactly, and, so and then hopefully uh he won't remember a time where there was not a woman president someday too, totally, we'll get there, hmm. yeah, um, yeah, and then
1: that was that was kind of it. So.
2: Dory, I have a question for you. Yes. Not to not to shift gears here, but I, I'm curious, you know, you've been now dealing with like just kind of caregiving for both your husband and your son. Well, Matt has COVID and it's been a lot for you. Um, mm-hmm. this as is I'm true. sure listeners can imagine based on what you've shared with us. But I'm curious, have you found a way to incorporate anything that is a a relief for you or gives you like a second of self-care or, or has it really just been not even possible during this time?
1: Uh, I mean, uh,
2: no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, has there any, has anything provided any respite or like this? The only,
1: the only thing is before i go to bed for like 15 minutes because i'm going to bed i'm like working until ten thirty, which is really late for me to be working and then getting ready for bed and then getting in bed and i have like 15 minutes before i just like fall asleep and i usually try to do the crossword mm. on my ipad while you know while that's happening um but that's pretty much it
2: not that i think that you should be i was just curious if something had come up or if that was just not even something that you've had space for right now i have no time yeah like i have never i've been busy in my life before
1: but this is this is next level in a way that i can't even like wrap my head around Mm. you know Mm -hmm. um so i'm really just trying to like make it through and try to get some of my of the work that i really do need to get done done um and you know i think well-meaning people have been like your family comes first like you can't you know, you have to, you can, you can tell them that the work isn't gonna, isn't gonna get done right now. And like, I, I could do that, but it's all stuff. It's not like I work for like Deloitte.
2: You
1: right, know you what I mean? You don't work
2: for a, a large corporation. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, you yeah
1: where there might be someone else who could like pick up my slack or, you know, cover for me or something. Like, everything I do is, It's me. (laughs) There's so you know, it's just I mean, like the the episode of Excellent Adventure that we recorded, well, by the time this airs, it will have been last week. Like Matt and I recorded the first, I don't know, twenty five minutes together, and then like he was too tired to continue. So Mm -hmm. I did the rest of the episode by myself. talking alone (laughs) so like that's where we are you know
2: yeah i know yeah
1: um and I, i mean i've said i've said this already that like it's been so nice that people have been sending food because at least that is like one thing that i'm like okay don't have to i don't have to think about this right now um I just had a slice of quiche from a care package that someone sent us. Um, But what I, you know, I keep joking that what I really need is Mary Poppins, but it's like really true. Like I, I need, I need someone to take care of Henry. Even if it was for like an hour, (laughs) like I just, I, I don't know. It's, it's been a lot. And, and again, I know I'm not the I'm not the first person who this has happened to, but I think the fact that my job is me, and there's there's no there's no I can't like get my coworker to write my book,
2: you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm <laughs> um, not doing it for you. Thank you.
1: Book. I appreciate that. Like a real Um, weird
2: turn in the middle of the book.
1: (laughs) Your husband's name suddenly becomes Anthony. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I feel, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, I feel a pressure that feels very personal and really hard to navigate. What has been kind of freeing, I will say, is like people checking in, being like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And I'm responding and I'm like, I'm barely hanging on. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, So I did this when my mom was dying and people would be like, how are you? And I would answer honestly and it would make them very uncomfortable, but it felt very freeing. Totally. That's exactly how I feel. Like, I'm not doing well
1: thanks for asking. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that, that's the whole title of Nora McInerney's podcast. Terrible. Thanks for asking. Yes. Yes, exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, it's been, it's been an interesting test of, it's been an interesting test. I'll just leave it at that. You know, on the, on the bright side, I am getting to spend a lot of time with Henry. Mm, yeah. And he's like really sweet and silly and cuddly right now. Um, and so like, I am grateful for that. I just wish I didn't have everything else I have to do on top of it.
2: I know. I know. <laughs>
1: um, so anyway, sorry. That was like a really long answer to your
2: question about like, I am I getting self care? Well, because I think when we are operating and in, and I wrote about this in in my book that I wrote about grief because like when you're operating in survival mode even just like the the basic stuff that we normally do every day and take for granted can feel impossible to do you know like brushing your teeth changing your underwear sleeping whatever it is and so um i was just curious if there had been something that had been able to kind of give you any relief or is it just like you know all hands on deck. You're just going, going until you can't go anymore. Yeah. All of your your hands on deck, I should say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I only have two hands, so. That's right. Well, anyway, let's take a break. And when we come back, we will hear from some listeners. Great. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast.
2: Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com/f35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com/f35. That's masterclass.com/f35. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about Skin, my skin, but all skin. Is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s? Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there. The overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation, you upload photos. And like within a few weeks, I had done a consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a tretinoin gal. I love the tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now, that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started. And then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode.
1: All right, we're back. This is a cute text. Hello, happy Inauguration Day. Texting to recommend Kim's Convenience on Netflix. It's a CBC show like Schitt's Creek with four seasons out. So good, heartwarming, and funny.
2: Done. (laughs) I'm in. Uh. You watched Kim's Convenience? I've never watched it.
1: I have not. It has been um, recommended,
2: but I haven't watched it. But it looks very sweet. It does. It's about a Korean Canadian family living in Toronto. It sounds perfect.
1: Yeah, it sounds it sounds very, very, like, warmly
2: distracting. Yeah, I I, this this felt right up me alley. I was like, I might have to this might, this will be like, it's, it seems like it's going to be like nice, digestible bites.
0: You know, mm-hmm. anything where
2: it's like ticking off. Well, I mean, aside from crash landing on you, which I was able to handle 90 minute episodes, you know, anything that's like 20 to 30 minutes, it's like, mm, just get in the bed, watch it, roll over. So thank you, listener. This feels, <laughs> Love that. this feels perfect. Appreciate it. Here's another text. This is the text section of the episode, Dory. I just started a retinol parentheses, from Aldi, comma wild. And I need a little extra hydration boost while I'm feeling sunburned by computer screens. I've heard both of you say you keep face mists at your desk. Does this mean I need Glow Recipe's Watermelon Glow Mist? Okay. Listener, number one, do you just want us to tell you to buy this? Like, it seems like you want to buy this. Touche. <laughs> Touche. You just want us to say, like, yeah, buy that specific mist. Because the listener does not say, should I buy a mist? They say, should I, <laughs> do I need Glow Recipes watermelon glow mist? Right, 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 right. I think you want an excuse to buy this mist, baby. That's so funny. You're so right so Kate, you nailed it let's <laughs> buy it yeah you deserve it i don't it oh my god unrelated to the retinol which we'll discuss sure
1: buy yourself this mist yeah go for it
2: you know okay so let's back up a little bit okay okay we just started a retinol okay first of all they say from aldi which is a grocery store one just opened near me actually but i i have not gone obviously uh I haven't really been to any grocery stores lately, so one day I will, and I'll check out their retinol. Um, but they have very low prices, so I suspect this is probably a delicious price point of a retinol. Mm. Have you ever been inside an Aldi? Aldi?
1: You know, I've only been in an Aldi, 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 I think. We'll get it. In we'll get it right. This is going to sound... I'm... I'm I'm not saying this to be an asshole. Oh, boy. I've only been in in them in Europe. <laughs> when you go to Europe. <laughs> they Well, they, I mean, they're a European chain. Yeah, course, and they were there before they were in the U.S. And, and um, it's like where everyone shops, like in Germany. So, mm-hmm. and I spent two summers in Germany. So, I went to a lot of
2: Aldi's. That's right. Because you majored in German? minor no in you got your master's in german what is your german connection no i was doing a
1: degree i was doing a phd in european history so i had oh. to quickly master german which i never really did but i did spend two summers there well look I went to a lot of aldis and you know they were way ahead of the game in in germany in terms of
2: bringing your own bags you had to bring your own bags because we're talking like this is the 90s right or like the aughts yeah. It was the odds, cave. yes. Excuse me. I know you're not 50 years old. <laughs> was this the 70s?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, so a quick Google takes me to a local UK Liverpool newspaper online, and the headline says, Aldi retinol face cream, quote, as good as designer ones, but hundreds cheaper. So maybe we got, maybe this is our new Trader Joe's. They have a line called La Cura Face Care. Mm, okay. Alright, we'll All get right. we'll start researching. But any of you Aldi heads out there. Is that what we call them? Aldi heads? That's what they call themselves. Mm, okay. Ald, cool. Ald Aldies? I don't know. You you tell me what you call yourselves. But anyway, I'd love to hear about the retinol. Okay. Uh, so can I just say to this listener, take it easy on the retinol if you're getting a little sunburn feeling. Yeah. Like you don't need to do it every day. Do it start once a week. Just good throw call. that out there. And then good for call. moisture, I don't know if I would spritz. I would I would do like what I've been what I've done when I've had kind of dryness after retinol is um, I seal it in with some Aquaphor. Oh, smart! And I do that at night. So I mean, by all means, buy the mist, but I'm not sure that's going to relieve the dryness you're experiencing from retinol. But I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, that that's my thought. Okay. I like the Aquaphor solution. Thank you, Dory. Aquaphor, I'm learning, solves every problem I have. (laughs) I know. Seriously. Really uh, turned a corner on Aquaphor. Uh... All right. um, We got a text that's kind of directed at me, but also you. This listener says, Hi, Kate. This question is more for you because of your experience with anxiety, but also interested in Dory's thoughts. Not looking for medical advice here. And I'm talking to my doctor and a therapist, but how did you know when it was time to try medication for your anxiety? I'm a big proponent of therapy and I think it's often a good place to start. But for me now, I've wondered if I need more help. How easy is it to know when you're there? And what was your experience with starting medication? Do you have any tips? Thanks a bunch for all you to do. Well, I mean, Dory, I think you can also weigh in here because you started, you take medication for depression.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: Um, I know for me, the first time I went on an SSRI, I was working in a job where I was beyond miserable i was I was in a constant state of panic because of the chaotic and toxic work environment, and my heart would race all day. I was kind of just like borderline existing at that like beginning stages of a panic attack, but for mm-hmm. hours um you know, couldn't sleep because of anxiety insomnia. I mean, I was I was like when I go back and look at my journals from that time, it's really startling. I almost don't recognize myself. I was mm-hmm. I was really unwell, and that was when I knew I, I knew I needed to do something. So I contacted my primary care physician and talked to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was only on that for about six months, and then I went off. And then when I the next time I worked, I just knew. I was in a place where i just could tell like i i take really good care of myself and do all the things that people tell you to do for anxiety except i drink coffee um you know i could quit caffeine uh but and like none of it it all helped but none of it was really like really helping you know like i could only like meditate and exercise and like journal and not look at my phone so much it the others, it just was not like I. I just knew I just had an instinct that like I needed more, and I think um, my experience starting is that I was really nervous about starting medication, and I mm-hmm. went. I had a very, I had a psychiatrist. I have a psychiatrist who I really trust, who I felt comfortable with, and I was like, I'm nervous. She was like, We'll start really with a really low dose, and here's why I chose this medication for you, and blah blah blah. So, I would say advocate for yourself, um, and you can start with a small dose. And it's hard, it's hard to know because when you're in your brain or in your anxiety, it's hard to know that it's like taken over. Mm-hmm. But I almost feel like if you're sending us this email, you know that it's time and there is no shame at all in using medication as a tool for your mental health.
1: Yeah. You know, I think when you get to the point of wondering whether you need meds, it's it's always worth a discussion with a psychiatrist or a psychopharmacologist to understand like what your options are. Do they think you need meds? Um, how can meds help you? What can you expect from meds? You know, there's a lot of things that are very specific to you and your brain chemistry that we can't help you with or diagnose. And so I think, you know, this is when it's worth talking to someone. Um, you know, I have been prescribed meds from primary care doctors, but I do think it's best to go to a psychiatrist or a psychopharm. Um, so that would be that would be my advice.
2: Agree, Dory. I agree. Great. And your therapist or your doctor, primary care doctor, should hopefully have recommendations for you. There. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck.
0: Yeah, and good way too
2: thoughtfully a- approach it. So. Totally. Thank you for reaching out about it. Yeah. All right. We're going to take another break, and then when we come back, we're talking PJs again. Oh yeah. All right.
1: Alright. We're back. Here is a voicemail.
0: Hi guys, my name is Abby and I just was listening to the pajama party episode and I had to pause it after I heard um, you guys answer the question about how often you change your pajamas. I it made me realize I never really washed mine that often. But I'm really into trying to change my bed sheet every other weekend now so i guess i should also be changing my pajamas more often but i like sleep in giant t-shirts i sleep in sets and then i just put them right back into my drawer so i just thought that was interesting because when it comes to bras and pajamas i think i need to be a little bit more intentional about washing them so this episode was very eye-opening and it truly made me sit and think Wow. There's so much to think about when it comes to pajamas. So anyways, thank you for the episode and thank you for your podcast. I love it and it helps get me through a lot of very sad quarantine days. So thank you guys. Bye.
2: Aw. Oh man. Sad days are hard.
0: (sighs) Yeah, but DJs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I get it though. I do a lot of like I wear my pajamas and then I just like put them back in the drawer and then I take them out again at night and you kind of just like forget that they're closed. Totally. Totally.
1: All right. Well, here is another text about PJs. Hi, Cat and Dora. I was listening to your latest mini app while driving to pick up a drive up Target order, and I gasped, Oh my gosh, it's me. I change my pajamas every day. And I have for as long as I can remember. My sister does too, and so does my mom, who is probably the root of all this. It wasn't until college that I realized that people wear pajamas for more than one night, as my college roommate would wear one pair per week. And it's gotten even worse during quarantine. Sometimes I go through two pairs in 24 hours. On the days I work from home, I wake and change from one pair of pajamas into another. I have an eight-month-old, so perhaps being a new mom during a pandemic has exaggerated my need to be in fresh, clean, comfy clothes all the time. Just wanted to write in to let you know we exist, and apparently we do a lot of laundry. So -hmm. much love to you both, and I'm looking forward to buying a new pair or two from listener recommendations.
2: I mean. Look, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. I'm not saying it's wrong to change your pajamas every day. No, but as this listener said, it's a lot of laundry. A lot of laundry, a lot of water you're using there. <laughs> I, I, will, I will say, though, I can relate to the going through two pairs in 24 hours in which like I often in the afternoon change into what I call my cozy clothes or my cozies.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And then when I go to bed, I then change from my cozies into my PJs. I hear that. You know, like my cozies are like sweatpants or I have this like outdoor voices cloud knit sweatsuit thing that I wear. Mm -hmm. That Every time I put it on, my daughter is like, are you wearing pajamas? I'm like, no, this is, these are my cozies. So, you know, there's a whole, there's like a whole spectrum of comfortable clothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, another person weighed in on this topic and they wrote us and they said, just finished listening to today's mini apps about PJs. And you know who I bet sleeps in fresh pajamas every night? Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I bet she does. I bet she does. I bet you're right. I bet she has the best pajamas in the world.
1: I bet she has like 20 pairs of the same pajamas.
2: Oh, you think she's got a pajama uniform?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like she has found the the pajama and
2: it is the softest cotton I I feel. Yeah, or I mean, I don't know, maybe she wears silk pajamas. Ugh, what do you, Oprah, listen? <laughs> when you come on the pod you're going to have to tell us yeah we need to know what pajamas do you wear and well, how I many know, pairs of them do you have i'm sh- i know and i don't know off the top of my head but i know in favorite things oprah has recommended a variety of pajamas over the years so i'm sure we could put together a list of like or i'm sure it already exists of her favorite pajamas yeah maybe we should celebrity find it. celebrity pajamas is a whole other world i haven't thought about yeah let's get into it okay celebs
1: what do you wear to bed <laughs> let us know
2: are you just like us we have got to know Oh my know. gosh okay so uh the the caller inspired the activity of the week because I, you got to wash your sheets yeah this is clean sheets equal self-care yeah if you can wash your sheets give your sheets a good wash I like to wash mine once a week, but I will tell you in college, I never washed them, like not once. I didn't even know that you washed sheets. That's so funny. <laughs> Did you wash your sheets in, when as a college student? in college? Yeah.
1: i mean i, I don't I don't recall not washing them.
2: Well, I just know I went a whole semester without washing my sheets, and then I think, like my mom or some or a friend, I don't remember they were like, "So did you you wash your sheet?" And I was like, "What?" I just didn't even realize sheets got washed. Oh my God, I love that <laughs> so, <sighs> that's who you're dealing with, Dory, Wow, okay. but now I like to wash them once a week, great, and I'm training my children so that they also know to wash their sheets once a week,
1: yeah. That's what, I mean, I'm,
2: I'm on a once a week schedule too. Well, anyway, listeners, do you wash your sheets? Let us know. Do you think Oprah washes her sheets every day? (laughs) Let us know. Okay. Let us know. All right. Have a great day, everybody.
0: Bye.